So time for something brand new. It's an all-new podcast series, uh, and it's going to be journaling and having a look at cycling, not only in Cape Town, but in South Africa. Uh, my name is Ryan O'Connor. I'm joined by Chris Phillips Jr. Uh, Chris, how's it? Fine, thanks, Ryan. Good. It's good to have you as a part of this podcast series because the name, the surname Willemse is synonymous in South Africa, I think, with cycling. Um, genes that are hereditary because you got it from your dad, who in South Africa was one of the pioneers in terms of road cycling. Yeah, I think uh, from a young age growing up and uh, being at home and seeing his trophies and his bikes and all the stuff, um, you, you know, can't uh, help but getting involved or, or get, getting a like for it. Um, and I think, yeah, uh, eventually I wanted to try it out without some other sports, but uh, cycling bug, yeah, but, but me. So there's no pressure from, from dad to say, listen, uh, I expect you to get on a bicycle and go. It's something that you naturally fell in love with. Yeah, uh, not at all. I mean, he wanted me to play rugby, he wanted me to play, <laughs> yeah. play golf, um, and uh, yeah, not, not pushing me into cycling at all. Um, but eventually, I think in standard eight, I decided, you yeah. know what, I don't like the guys with the rugby tocks stepping on my legs <laughs> while, while I want to be uh, riding bike. And then sure. I decided that's the way I want to go. And then you excelled, um, just to give a bit of background and context to um, uh, the Chris Willems, uh, the, not only the cycling brand, but the, uh, the legacy that your father's left for you. you. You then excelled. I mean, you represented South Africa um, on, on the track and uh, on the road as well. Uh, and that must have been also been a monumentous uh, achievement, one that's obviously, um, you know, echoes and sentiment from, from, from your father. It's a proud moment for him to have you um, kind of also dominate in that space. Yeah, definitely. Um, my ideal dream was to, to eventually end up in Europe and, yeah. and, and try it there. But uh, unfortunately, it was, to say, a little bit too hard for me. I tried it, didn't make it, and then uh, decided to just uh, race in South Africa for a few years and yeah. then, uh, yeah, head up into the business. Well, hopefully, if you're listening to this, you're either A, a very keen cyclist, or B, you're somebody who wants to be. Um, and uh, we'd like to say that we'd like to be able to cater for both of you. So if you're a keen cyclist, either a road or a mountain biker, which it seems is the popular evolution now, a lot of road cyclists, due to just various reasons, um, uh, are now moving away from road cycling and venturing into the world of mountain biking. It's nothing new. Uh, you've obviously, as a retailer in that space, must have seen, and as a mountain biker yourself, seen the migration of cross from road cycling at the same time you get people that do both they're both all road cyclists and mountain bikers yeah definitely there's been a massive shift to to mountain biking uh various reasons i think firstly safety um and i mean being on the trails it's it's a lot nicer than than being on the road so there's definitely a shift to mountain biking um Mm. for sure so what we'd like to achieve is uh offer something for the beginner offer something for the expert and somebody uh something for somebody in between so something just for the cyclist so this is why we're doing this uh, and to do it weekly so you can be sure of one thing that this will be available uh for you to download or for you to stream uh from midnight on wednesday night so for midnight wednesday uh, beginning of Thursday, you will have this podcast available for you to download and to listen to. Uh, what we will cover is besides the fact that we've got obviously uh, a massive road and mountain bike culture, um, there's also various other uh, break-offs. There are people that are getting onto other devices and other bikes. There was a, uh, Once upon a time, there was this culture of getting a fat bike. Uh, we'll talk about all the other bits in between, but also to supply you with not only the latest uh, information as to races that are coming up on the weekend, but also things like nutrition, equipment, um, and everything that's happening 
in the world of cycling right now, globally and, of course, locally as well. Uh, I mentioned something for the beginning because a lot of people listening that are keen to get into cycling. Uh, and I think that's a good place for us maybe to start, Chris, is that uh, let's start the conversation in that in that line. Now, what you, you, you obviously are, um, are seeing a lot of people, and I say you being a, a, a national um, um, uh, brand that, that caters to everyone in South Africa, um, a lot of first-time bike buyers, whether it's road or mountain, come in and they say, I'm looking for a bicycle. Um, what do you say to somebody who says, I'm looking for a bicycle? Firstly, the most important thing I would say is to, to make sure what the guy's interest is um, and how serious he is about riding yeah. a bike. Um, you don't want to buy... Him or her. Him or her. Yeah. You don't want to buy and make sure uh, two months down the line, this is or you love it, the bug bit, and you rather want to go uh, dual suspension bike or something more sure. expert, and yeah. now you're sitting uh, with Chris, a bike. Chris, you, you say dual suspension, we're talking mountain bikes there, uh, on the mountain bike side. So if you just say things and you're an expert, you're going to go, we know exactly what you're talking about. But like I said, we're going to make sure that this caters for everybody. So dual suspension there, for those people who go, Whoa, what's he talking about? It's about a mountain bike. Uh, mountain bike has the dual being the front and the back suspension. We'll, we'll talk about that in length and in detail. Um, or, or road bike. So you'll go, are you going to go using this on the road? Are you on the on, on, on the mountain bike? Or are you looking for something for the city like a hybrid? Um, so, so let's actually just talk about the hybrid quickly because that seems to be a very popular thing as well. So, um, And then also there's, there's categories within categories. So you're now a cyclist. Are you going to be somebody who's cycling as a serious? competitive cycler or are you a weekend warrior and that's where I find myself is that uh, Chris and I and this is why it's 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 great for us to be talking cycling because Chris is on the other end of the spectrum where he's um, riding with guys that are doing um, the very premium events in South Africa like the Absa Cape Epic uh, and, and everything in between and I, I, don't, I don't mean to belittle the stuff in between but there's nothing bigger and better and greater in terms of mountain biking than achieving a finish on the Absa Cape Epic number one and then number two there's a lot of little challenges in between that are massive as well We've got wine to wells, uh, Josie, uh, Sony to see. This beautiful stuff in between. Um, but that's more Chris's side of, of the cycling pool that you'll be happy to hear. Chris is here to, to, to cover that side as well. But I'm the weekend warrior. I'm the kind of guy that if you're listening or, 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 or girl that's listening, that enjoys taking my bike out on a Saturday or wherever I can in the week and goes to just enjoy the scenic part of, of being on a mountain bike. Enjoys going to go and stop halfway for a croissant or a coffee. And preferably come back feeling really good, not too bombed and not too bushed to, to, to continue with the rest of my weekend. So Chris and I obviously will make a good team because he'll be talking about the stuff that uh, that will really excite the more advanced rider. And I'll be talking about the stuff that you and I and, and the rest of the weekend warriors out there will enjoy. So somebody comes along, they say, I want to get on a bicycle. You might be thinking to yourself, uh, you know, do I want to be on a road bike? Do I want to be on a mountain bike or do I want to be on a hybrid? So what is a hybrid bike? Hybrid is basically in between your road bike and mountain bike. So, for instance, you want to be, be, be riding mountain bike, but you want to be in a comfortable position. So, it's almost like a mountain bike setup, thinner wheels like a road bike, but you're not that serious. You want to have best of both worlds. Sure. So, you can always have the, the difference of changing the tires on the hybrid, going slightly more aggressive or mount, towards a mountain bike kind of tire. Right. So, you can r- use it on gravel roads and use it on the tar as well. So, it's best of both worlds if you're not 100% sure. It's not the most popular, yeah. but it... it it is out there. Is it a very durable bike? It is durable. Yeah, it's. It, I mean, you do get more, more, say, car, you, up until carbon, lightweight. Right. So what do they so start it's, at? It's, what do they start at price-wise? Uh, price-wise, anything around about, I would say, I mean, you do get cheaper ones, but I won't go below four, 5,000 Rand. Right. Because if you go below than that, then you jeopardize on, on cheaper components sure. and you don't want to be, you know, yeah. 
nagging around and changing opponents if stuff goes faulty or, or break. But uh, 5,000 rand upwards, I would say, mm. it's, it's a good start. Right, so that's a hybrid. And then obviously road bike start. Uh, what is the starting price range for a, a road bike? Now, when I say road bike now, <laughs> folks, the last time that you were on a bicycle, listen to us, was the time that you went to school on a bicycle. Um, and I remember back in my youth growing up and being having a bike called an Invader. I don't know if you even remember the brand no, called it's Invader. Long before it's before time. your time. But there was a bike called an Invader. An Invader uh, came out more or less the same time as Rally. Rally was in that space. And Peugeot. Now, let me give you an example. If you went to school in the northern suburbs in the Western Cape, uh, or the southern suburbs where you could cycle to school, there was a mass of either BMX bicycles, because BMXs were very popular. Uh, the bomber had just come out. Yeah. And the bomber was like, only the very, very, very Lani kids and the kids that had, his folks had a lot of money, would buy them these big bombers, which was a cross between a chopper. And almost, a, it's probably one of the first examples of a mountain bike. Um, is that, it, that was just like a real luxury, this massive big cruise that bombed over everything, and they called them a bomber. Uh, and then you'd get the middle of the road cycling stuff. It's not stuff that you could go out and compete with. I, I didn't think so. But it was decent enough to be a first bike for a kid in school. Um, and I had this invader. But all the kids that were really keen on their cycling, and I mean really keen like that, you not only go to school on their bicycles, they would go home, get into cycling gear, and then use that bicycle to go and do things in the northern suburbs like Tiki, uh, around the back of Tiki, and uh, cyclists will know that route very well. Um, and they all had bikes like the Peugeots, the Peugeot Report. Yeah, uh, that was the yeah. one that every other kid looked at and was like, "Oh, yo, this kid, this kid's pretty sport." The, 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 you know, I remember my friend Grant. This kid's had a Alani. He's Alani. He's Alani. This kid's got a Peugeot report, and then there were guys and local South Africans, and I'll never forget my very first expensive bike I had, and I saved up, saved up, saved up for it. it was a Peter Allen. Yeah, a Peter yeah. Allen bicycle, and. It had thin wheels, something that was also brand fairly new at the time. Everyone was going, look how thin these wheels are. I can't believe um, how thin, super thin these wheels were. And then it was the start also of the clip-off system, where we went from screwing the, uh, the, the, the nuts closed on the front and the back wheel to having this quick release. Quick release, yes. And everyone, when they saw that, and it was before even clip pedals. So the pedals, the smartest pedal system that you had, had a uh, aluminium piece that you could put your foot in with a strap of leather. Yeah. And you could tighten the leather down on your shoes. What's, to make what's it, called toe clips. <laughs> toe clips. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But those were those smarter bikes, the Peter Allens and the Peugeots. That was the beginning of my kind of a learning curve with bicycles, where I, I learned the difference between something that I could use every single day as a reliable mode of transport and what I termed was a decent enough bike for you to be able to also go out and go and, and smash plenty of kilometers out in the open road. So, again, that conversation about somebody coming and going, I want to, I want to get a bicycle. I want to use it for the weekend. You're going to find out the purpose of the bicycle. That's the first thing. What are you going to be using this for to and from work? And then secondly, let's talk about if you're not going to be using it for that, you're going to be using it for weekend races, maybe training for a Cape Town cycle tour or a 947 up in Joburg. Um, you kind of think to yourself, well, you're going to need something that's reliable, something that you don't have to possibly upgrade every year, something, and you mentioned this earlier on in our conversation with decent components. Um, and that is something that makes the entire package Package that is whatever it is you're buying, either worthwhile or be, you know, kind of a, a good starting point for you to, 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 to base your purchase on. So I've come along, I've, 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 I've kind of a, distinguished what it, what it is I want to do with you. I've, I've, I want to buy a mountain bike, I want to buy a road bike. Um, how many people then just take said product and go out there and fall over a million times uh, as opposed to asking where to next? Do they ask the question where to next? Does that often get asked? Where do you go after you buy a bicycle? 
Yeah, um, yes, it's actually a difficult thing. Or to put it this way, most of the people actually come in. That's why there's a big shift into mountain biking. Yeah. Of course, it's it's you can decide. You're not 100 percent sure whether you want to be on the road or whether you want to do the August tour or you want to do a mountain bike race yeah. or the fields. Cycle and tour. Cycle be tour. Eh? Sorry, cycle you, you, tour. You're going to get um, our friend um, uh, from the from the cycle tour trust. Yeah, Mr. yeah. Mr. Dave Valles, Valles. Uh, um, calling you and saying on your podcast you've called it that. Um, the cycle tour. Yeah. So um, that's why they, the shift is to mountain biking. You mm. you can always uh, if you if you do the cycle tour, you can put on a sleek tire, which is a sure. more narrow tire that fits on the mountain bike and doesn't have the knobbies. So the resistance mm. is a lot less for the tar road or knobbies. By the way, let's explain to everything uh, to everyone as if they had never seen it for the first time. The, obviously, the very 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 thicker tread, uh, off road tread. It's that very coarse, thick for plenty of traction and grip off road. They're yep. called knobbies. That's right. Kay. And then the sleek is just the plain one without knobbies, basically like a car tire. Right. Just yeah. No, no resistance yeah. or no, nothing keeping you back. Yeah. So you can always, uh, if you have got the mountain bike, you can choose either one of the sure. two tires. You don't have to have two bikes, a road bike and a mountain bike. You yeah. can use it on both. That is also why the shift is more towards mountain biking because yeah. not everybody wants to buy two bikes. And then you can join a club. I mean, you can yeah. either join a, a road club where you can go and learn the basics at the road club and they offer courses where they take you out on the bike and show you the bike from A to Z. Uh, and, uh, or a mountain bike club. I mean, we, we both belong to the Tigerberg Mountain Club. Um, uh, incredible mountain club. They look after, they do a great job of maintaining the, uh, the paths uh, and the trails and the single track. And they're always developing. They're always looking after one another on the trails, which is very important to do. Uh, but join a club. Play the, the club fees. It's really minimal. Uh, I think our current, I'm not too sure what our current fees are, but they're about five or six hundred rand a yeah. year. And you learn a lot. Club. And you learn a lot from yeah. the club. Uh, you get a newsletter, you can go out. And we'll talk about that as well because I want to talk also about uh, the benefits of joining a club as opposed to going out by yourself thinking that you can take on the world uh, out there and the benefits, obviously, of joining a club. Not only the fact that you're allowed into places that you other non-members aren't allowed, but also the fact that you've got that support in place from various clubs. Yeah. Right, so uh, let's move on in terms of our conversation now um, to the next chapter of um, the, the, the process of, of you you know of cycling in terms of now we've we've chosen the right bike how important is it to use the right gear uh, and i'm not talking about the actual gear on the bicycle i'm talking about things like obviously for those of you who aren't aware helmets are compulsory uh you can't go out on the road without a helmet it's against the law number one uh but everything else that comes with it because now i'm faced with a dilemma there are a million bits of lycra staring straight at me in a store and i'm going what does this all mean to me? There are brands, in-house brands, there are brands in my face that are screaming five, six, seven thousand rand, but it still looks the same. I'm seeing a little star that says ASOS on it, but, and everyone's talking about the quality of this bib, and bib buying, a, by, way, uh, by the way, being a, uh, the bottoms of a cycling, the shorts that are joined at the top via a bib system. So it's an all-in-one piece. It excludes the top. You put the top on after that. Almost like your, your wrestling suit. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. So, so let's talk about, about that quickly. So we've got a bike. We've chosen. We're going to go road or we're going to go mountain or hybrid we've got a bike we're keen to go out um, and do one of those three activities how important is it to get the right gear following that the things like helmets gloves shoes all those bits because people seem to skimp on that they go well, i've spent yeah. all my money on a really nice bike 
and I want to spend only a, a little bit on the right gear. That's the biggest mistake you can make. Yeah. Um, it's always an example I, I tell a client is it's so important. You can have a hundred thousand rand bike if it's a few things I believe is really important. It's your saddle, mm. your shoes mm. and your shorts. Of course, your helmet as well. If yeah. those things aren't comfortable and good quality, mm. you can ride the most expensive bike. It's it's going to hurt. You're not going to like riding bike. So it's not always about the bike. It's a few things that go with. I mean, you can ride any shirt, but mm. the especially the shorts that yes. in which we call the chamois, the, chamois yeah. the protection thing is it's oh. no, it's <laughs> yeah. let me tell you if you spend any and, and what I love is time in the saddle uh, TITS um, is is important so the more you spend time in the saddle the, the more your bum aches if you're not used to it number one so prepare uh, for, for a, a couple of bits of your body uh, parts of your body to ache but your bum Especially, so a good chamois, which, as Chris said, is that uh, padded protection piece between your backside and the saddle of your bicycle. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people normally think, listen, it needs to be thick, yeah. uh, more cushioning. It's it's not the answer. I mean, yeah. it needs to absorb the sweat, and it uh, it's not necessarily it it a thick uh, chamois is perfect for five kilometers around the block. But mm. eventually, after a longer distance, that thicker chamois is not the ideal answer. Mm. Um, and then, uh, of course, helmet is, is super important. Sure. I mean, your head comes first. And then something a lot of people basically skip on is gloves. I mean, yeah. when you go down, like Ryan, I mean, oh, you yeah, went down I went yesterday. down yesterday, by the way. <laughs> yeah. uh, coming down to Tita, beautiful day for a cycle yesterday. Uh, went out, coming, smashing it down. In actual fact, we had a bit of a, a, a small malfunction going up. I had a, a problem with, with the back brakes. I was on the front brakes, uh, coming down a steep section of the Tita from the Moss down to Blumendal. And uh, went into a, a corner on the front brakes and just at, at, uh, just bottom. Out. <laughs> and the first thing you do when, when going down, you yeah. try and stop with your hands. Yeah. So gloves is, is I mean, it's the, it's the one part of your body that probably takes the longest to heal. Yeah. You do everything every day with your hands. Yeah. And I see you've got a blister on your on your wrist. Yeah, well, that's there, not so. from cycling. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So it's true. Uh, th- those gloves take a pounding and they seem to, 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 to last really well. And you want something that, that doesn't break every time you have a fall, which, by the way, it's inevitable you're going to whether you're a road on the road or on a mountain bike prepare as you would if you were a runner if you were any other uh, doing any other discipline in the world there's a chance every now and then that you don't see a bump in the road as a runner you trip over it you hit the deck you get back up and you keep running likewise with any kind of form of cycling there's going to be a time where you might have a puncture you might lose control of the bike whatever you prepare, prepare for these things as best you can but when it happens it happens and you want to know that your, your equipment that you're using is great uh, this is the very first of many podcasts Chris Willemster Jr. myself Ryan O'Connor talking cycling and the entire umbrella in South Africa that falls under uh, under cycling. We're not affiliated to any bodies in any way uh, in terms of cycling um, um, unions or cycling clubs uh, besides the, the ones that we belong to on our in our personal capacity um, which is just good to have so we can cycle in those areas. Uh, I spoke about Tiger Bay Mountain Club, Mountain Bike Club um, that is where both and I, Chris, are members but in no way so we're members of, or affiliated with any members of the management there uh, or anything along those lines. What we want to try and do every week is provide you with a platform to talk all things cycling whether it's equipment whether it's nutrition whether it's big events happening on the weekend in South Africa Africa. Joburg always has big events Cape Town too every weekend we have an event so this is why we're doing this. We'll do this every week. If there's things specifically uh, you'd like to be get in touch and, and for us to touch on and talk about, you can feel free to email me, ryan at kfm.coza. Uh, Chris's email address is? chrisj at cwcycles.co.za. Nice. And uh, we'll feature it if it's uh, something that you're interested to know. I'm sure other cyclists will be interested too. And we'll talk about it during this podcast. Uh, right. So let's now, now, now we've got uh, a bicycle, whatever bike uh, we're, we're, we're keen on, on getting involved with. It's road, hybrid, 
mountain. We've got the gear. We've bought everything we need to get out on the bicycle. Um, how, when does nutrition come into it? When does buying products? Because I notice at every single place you go, it doesn't matter what sports shop you go to, nutrition's always the aisle leading up to wherever you're going to pay. And a lot of people like me who are a weekend warrior, we'll go, I'll go straight past. I go to the counter. I, I, I want to buy, pay for my goods and get out of there. Nutrition's always on the way there. Is it only the very, very keen, and I, when, I, when I mean keen, I mean the very good to, to moderate to intermediate cyclists that pick up nutrition for, for events? Or do, is that a, uh, a nutrition something that you should think of from the word go? Yeah, I think um, to put it in a perspective way is if you're going to be riding five kilometers or 10 kilometers it's not necessarily necessary for for supplements mm. i think as soon as you start going longer distances it's it's really important it's like sure. a car i mean you have to put fuel in to keep on yeah, going yeah and a lot of people normally forget to do that mm. and once they which we call in cycling terms hit the wall mm. it's basically too late i mean you can eat as much as you want as much as you want to drink it's too late yeah. to recover to get to the finish so you have to keep on even though you're not hungry you need yeah. to keep on fueling. putting fueling putting okay. something into the body and and keep on going that is super important so we'll talk about that over the next uh, couple of weeks and months about nutrition about various products for uh, various um, distances for various types of disciplines as well whether it's road or mountain um, let's also have a look and, and, and talk a little bit about some of the big events on the calendar for this coming weekend uh, and uh, when we start talking about those we start obviously looking at road and of course mountain biking uh, I don't know if there's anything this, this weekend should we start with the Western Cape uh, and talk about things that are happening in Cape Town this, uh, this or the Western Cape this weekend anything big on the cards this weekend? Uh, not actually this weekend is not actually much happening we in, in cycling now we're actually in a funny time of the year it's mm. almost we're hitting winter we start going over to the mountain bike stage races so mm. it's a it's the, the month of May is actually very quiet there is a few things in, in Joburg I see they've got the, the six hour mountain bike series which is uh, what a tough race for six hours you see how many laps you can do yeah um, but that's uh, yeah, that's about it. And you know, there's small little ones, but we'll definitely look into that and and try and in most yeah. of the big areas to to yeah to be able to just see what's happening. Uh, weather-wise, Joburg, you're looking partly cloudy this coming weekend. If you want to get out, uh, chilly starts to the morning about 11, 12 degrees. It'll get up to about 18, 19 at this stage. Uh, Cape Town, you're clear till Sunday. There's rain expected Sunday. So if you're planning to be outdoors this weekend, uh, whether you're in the northern suburbs, southern suburbs of the Western Cape, it is going to be great for a Saturday morning cycle. Uh, if you are looking at getting out there as a first-timer on a mountain bike, I would advise that you get in hold of your various club or that uh, depends where you want to cycle, of course. But Find out in that area who the, re the relevant club is. Get a hold of them. If you aren't a member there, you can pay a morning fee. Uh, it's almost like a, uh, a fee for that morning and that ride alone. You pay that and you're entitled to cycle that uh, in whatever area you are. But make sure you follow and adhere to all the rules, the club rules for that specific area. And there are many, many wonderful clubs in, uh, in the mountain bike uh, world, not only in Cape Town, but in Joburg too. Uh, hit the website up. And if you're new to it as well, go and le learn. Go start with the basic tracks. There's very simple basic tracks if you see kids on, the, on them that's perfect one day you two if you don't have kids yet will we'll, we'll be on those tracks learning how to bike so don't feel bad at all if you've got to go out there and uh, use some of the smaller um, uh, tracks, some of the less dangerous tracks to begin, because that's where you've got to begin. Don't be uh, think that you're going to be super brave and go and tackle the stuff that uh, some of the, uh, the, uh, the, the more advanced and more experienced riders are doing. Go out, start small, and most of these uh, clubs, like I said, will offer that for, uh, to you. Internationally, what's happening on the, on the circuit? I saw Giro d'Italia. Is that still on? Giro is still on. I think the most... Or exciting part is still coming when yeah. the guys are hitting the big mountains. 
we've got tour of California yeah. and we have tour of Norway. So it's three big tours. Um, main focus is on the Giro. Nice. Um, so there, that's exciting to watch. So good luck to you if you are in the uh, in the that beginning phase of going to go and purchase your first ever bicycle for something more serious than just going to school and back. Uh, you're going to go and buy your first mountain bike. Decisions are uh, a plenty out there. Uh, be sure you get expert advice when uh, purchasing any of the above said mentioned uh, forms of transport. Uh, get good advice and buy something that's suited for you, your lifestyle, and obviously your price point, which is very, very important. Chris and I will be back to talk more cycling uh, next week. We'll look at some of the big events coming up. We'll also start looking at various brands. A lot of people uh, have the conversation about brand loyalty. Do I go X or do I go Y? Uh, what am I looking at if I've got? Because often it's more of a price point thing or it's uh, as opposed to a brand thing. Uh, a good entry point is uh, what it is that you've got to afford. So you, you get the conversation that says, well, I've got X amount of money. And if that X amount would be 5,000 Rand or 10,000 Rand, uh, anyway, up to what's the most expensive, and I think mountain bike first, what's the most expensive mountain bike in terms of Rand's, um, that, uh, what will it set you back? Oh, I would say around about 150,000. You do get bikes a lot yeah. more expensive, which has been, so to say, pimped. But I mean, yeah, when you walk into... Pimped, you've customized. Customized. You've, you've gone over the top. You've done things like like I've done. Uh, we have stuck electronic Ele- uh, <laughs> ge- gearing systems on the bike, etc. Yeah. Um, so 115, you're probably looking at something like a Cannondale uh, Scalpel Team Edition uh, in terms of a mountain bike, which comes complete, basically. Uh, the co- components on it, everything is, is bells and whistles. Yes, that's right. Full carbon fiber, carbon wheels, everything that's... Road bike? that's Road bike, pretty much the same. Also around about 150,000 Rand. Again, nice. you can go overboard and, yeah. and, and buy wheels for, for 80,000 what, what, Rand. What, what's the bra- what kind of brands are we looking at there at 150? 150, I would also say Cannondale is also a very popular mm. brand. Um, Giant is also up there. Specialized yeah. is also up there. Yeah. Um, so there's, there's quite a Pinarello uh, yeah. in road cycling. Bianchi. The Bianchi, if you go <laughs> Italian. <goes> on. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Italian. Italian, uh, Italiano, you always pay a little bit more. But uh, yeah, so there's okay. quite a few brands. So the good news is, like I said, we will talk about uh, brands. We won't be brand loyal to any specific brand. And we'll also talk about uh, the growing, growing culture of e-bikes because e-bikes in itself is a massive massive growing culture it's fairly new in South Africa it's fairly expensive in South Africa is it worth it I'll give you my points of view because I think that is the future certainly of uh, where I'm going with what I like doing best which is being out on the weekends uh, like I said as a weekend warrior I have recently discovered the e-bike and I cannot be happier and I'll give you all my reasons why when we chat again next week uh, Chris Phillips Jr. thank you very much for joining everybody that's on the trails or on the roads be safe this coming weekend uh, and uh, we'll be back next week with another podcast where we'll be in touch uh, not only with uh, some of the locals in terms of Johannesburg and Cape Town uh, clubs see what they're up to on the weekends uh, we'll have a weather update for you as well next weekend and we'll talk all things cycling right here so take care everybody have a great weekend be safe on the trails and roads Chris thank you Thanks, Ryan. and we'll be back next week with another podcast